1: Good night. I love you.
2: You are
1: entering the Rory Sodder Show, home of America's man of the hour and home of America's biggest Trump supporters. Climb aboard and buckle up your
2: seatbelt because this is a wild ride. Nothing but unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega. Hello, everybody. I'm Rory Sodder. This is the Rory Sauter Show. Thank you for listening and tuning in. So glad to be back with all of you in the studio. Happy Tuesday. I hope your night is going very well. I hope you had a great day. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope everything is going accordingly. We got a big agenda to talk about today. A big show ahead of us. Lots to get into. lots Lots to address. Right now, I want to get to... Our our headline, which is the famous Henry Davis, is calling in. Um, I want to play his song real quick. Um, Give me one second. Pull that up. Hold on, I'm going to put you on the line. Hello, Mr. Davis.
3: What's up, Rory? What's going on, baby?
2: Mr. Henry Davis, the famous, the great, the talented, the unbelievable, the miraculous Henry Davis. Trump, Donald Trump's biggest supporter next to me. I'm just as big of a supporter, but, you know, we're very much diehards, my friend. But so good to hear from you. This is amazing having you on my show. Yes, sir. Well, you're too kind, my brother. You're too kind, my friend. I I am I am honored to be talking to you right now. What is going on? What's what you know, what's what's on your mind? You know, what what, what are you doing? What's the deal, Well, right about now, I'm sitting in a
3: on a dark road somewhere in Alabama because I want to pull over and 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 get the interview in with you before I get on the highway and head back to St. Louis, but as far as politically, I'm just so excited about uh my book that's coming out called the coon it's a novel uh that i'm writing it'll be out uh this summer uh then i got uh i got uh uh, liberal larry was scheduled to do a eight o'clock live on my facebook page but i don't know if he's going to be able to do it tonight he called me and said he's he's pretty torn up about donald trump helping the hbcu so he's going to try and uh get on there in the morning and and do his live thing. And then, of course, we got the Daddy of All Rallies, sponsored by the Patriot brand LLC. The Daddy of All Rallies is
4: going to be in St. Louis, well,
3: 15 minutes from downtown St. Louis, at the Belleville Civic Civic Center uh, in Belleville, Illinois, on September the 8th. We're going to make America godly again. America cannot be great again, unless we make it godly again. So we're inviting all of the patrons, including you, my friend Rory, to come on out to the Daddy of All Rallies. It's going to be some singing. it's going to be some dancing. We're going to have some free food, free drinks. And just bring your pets, bring your dog, bring your cat, and
2: everybody's welcome. We're going to have a grand of a time, buddy. I am definitely coming. I'm sure a lot of people listening are coming. As you know, Henry, my audience, I have audience in Norway, United Kingdom, Germany now, and and all over the United States. So there's people listening everywhere. So they're hearing everything you're saying. And this is good stuff, man. I love these rallies because, you know, I, I, I live in Arizona. And as you know, Trump, during his campaign, uh, came down to Arizona many, many times. And I went to every single rally and, man, it's a party. It's it's such a good time. You meet such great people. I mean, and it's such a great adrenaline rush. Like, you get the best fucking feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's yeah, it's going to
3: be... This is a Make America Godly Again rally. Of course, we all love our president, and we support what he's doing. He's an awesome guy. But this particular rally is not just about the president. President Trump wants to make America great again. Well... We, we, we want to make America godly again, and then that way the Bible says that if my house is built on a foundation, then it will stand upon this rock. So we're going to make America godly again on September the 8th. Uh, looking forward to meeting you in person, brother, and everybody that wants yeah. more information about it, they can feel free to just follow me on Facebook at Henry Davis. Uh, just go in there, you can follow me, and we have an event of all rallies. Uh, it's, 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 you know, you can invite yourself uh, There's gonna actually going to be two parts To the rally, Rory That's going to be a first part Where it's just going to be open and free to the public And we're going to do some uh, The Mohawk one it's Going to do his Donald Trump songs And we're going to have some jugglers and some And some comedians and some speakers But the second part of the rally Is going to be a catered dinner I mean, it's going to be nice and classy You're going to be served by servers and we're going to have some congressmen and some senators that are coming up for an election this November. You're going to be able to sit down at the table with people that want your vote, and you can sit and, and, and sit down and ask them, hey, why do you want my vote? Why should I vote for you? It's going to be a hell of a time, brother. And all the proceeds from the dinner, the, it's called the debate dinner, all the proceeds, well, not all of them, but about, probably about 75, 75, over half. Uh, We're gonna donate to that to a uh, to a homeless shelter in East St. Louis, and we're gonna donate to uh, the Demetrius Johnson Foundation. That is a uh, a a non for profit charity in St. Louis, and they help a lot of a lot of urban city kids, you know, every day. So I'm very excited about it, brother, and you know, I'm looking forward to
2: it. Hey, I want to. I got I got some questions for you, you know. So, so Henry, so you know, you've been, have you been a Trump supporter? You know what what made you come out and be a Trump supporter was it was it early on you know was there a certain thing that you saw a certain event you know what what drove you well well, to it?
3: well 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 I knew I wasn't going to vote for Hillary Clinton and that's a long story in itself why I wasn't going to vote for her but after 8 yeah. years of dealing with uh, Barack Obama uh I I just looked at all of the candidates and I looked up one day and the man came down the escalator and I knew that he was a businessman, and I knew he was about, you know, America first. And then he told the black people, he said, what the hell you got? And, and and I just, I've been on the Trump train since since he came down the escalator, brother. So, you know, pretty much that sealed the deal for me. When I was the first president to ever say something about helping the African-American community. You know, we can, we can pull the race card all you want. But out of every president, no president has uh, has, has vowed to help the African-American community specifically, specifically. And that's what pretty much did it for me, bro. And as we can see, he just gave the HBU, HBCUs, you know, half a billion yeah. dollars, you know, towards, you know, uh, uh, Pell Grants and education, and then they're going to have what they can, uh, uh, where they can uh, de- dismiss. Some of the loans that they have, oh, man, this, this is the greatest thing that ever happened. This guy is the greatest thing that ever happened to America.
2: I, I mean, I say it every day, and I, I remember I sent you that video today with, you know, what he's doing for uh, the African-American community and the grants and what you were just talking about. But that's, I mean, that's fantastic. And a black unemployment at an all-time low. Listen to that for a second. Black unemployment at an all-time low. No president has ever done that. No president has ever done what this man has done for the African American community. It's absolutely amazing.
5: It's
3: a beautiful
2: thing, brother, and it's a beautiful. And it's still,
3: you know, we still have some. We still have that 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 percentage of of black people that that hate him just yes, because you know he's Trump.
2: They listen. Uh, to they're, they're brainwashed,
3: come, man. They're brainwashed. Well, yeah. But yeah. But that's why I'm writing a book called The Coon because. They call me Coon, they call me Sellout, they call me Uncle Tom, they call me Sambo, and all of these. And so I just said, well, I'm going to give the people what they want.
6: And uh, so I got
3: a book, and right now I think I'm at about 2,000 pre-orders, and I'm not even done writing the book yet. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that turns out. I'm excited about it. But hopefully, uh, you know, I don't care if the man cures cancer. There's still going to be some people that hate him just because, he's Donald Trump. So we're going to take the good with the bad, but I'd rather have the good than the bad.
2: Now, no, you know, I, and I love, I love that. And here, and here's the thing. I mean, he, he has done more in one year than any president in history. I mean, every single day he's signing a new deal that's, that's lucrative for America and for us. I mean, it's absolutely. Every single absolutely. every single day, you know,
3: absolutely. I mean, it's, It's just amazing. He said we're going to get tired of winning. And I'm not tired yet. It's a fun (laughs) ride. I'm just glad to be a part of the winning team instead of the losing team. Uh, And, you know, we're going to, you know, go Trump or cry is my slogan. So, once again, brother, uh, if if anybody's interested in the daddy of all rallies, which you're going to be there, and hopefully, you know, you can you know, do some interviews, interview some congressmen and take some pictures and stuff like that. But the daddy of all rallies. September the eighth in Belleville, yeah. Illinois, which is only fifteen minutes from downtown St. Louis. We weren't going to have it in St. Louis, but St. Louis is such a liberal city that we couldn't get a venue that what, we wanted. What do people? So, what uh, do people
2: now? What do? What does the African American like community in St. Louis, like your friends, think of you supporting Trump? How does that all, all go down? Like, what's the whole? You know, uh, you know. Well, just, people that uh, people people that know me.
3: People that know me, that's been knowing me for years, you know, they say Henry has always been a person to go against the grain. But people that don't know me, you know, they just they just consider they just hate me for no reason, you know, they, they talk about me and give me death threats and all kinds of stuff. But the people that actually know me, you know, that know Henry Davis, the black people that know me, are they cool with it? They may not agree. With you know Donald Trump and this that and the other, but you know hey they they love me we friends and we're not gonna let political issues come between our friendship. I'm talking about the people that know me, not the people that don't know me. That's a different story.
2: Right. And and you know uh, you make you make these amazing videos, man. Like and you get millions of views and they're they're so amazing. They're I mean I, I love them. They're so creative. They're so unique. I mean what's the secret, man? Like you're 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 doing these amazing videos and getting so much attention, and you're funny as hell and and you're just so talented, man, like do you, do you well, get well, it out to
3: kind brother, thank you, thank you, you're too kind but praise be to God, man uh I've always been blessed with a talent to so i guess to uh entertain and and you know, I just call it like I see it, I call a spade a spade if it's ugly it's ugly, if it's cute, it's cute. And uh you know that's that's what I do you know with my videos and stuff, but there's always a hidden message uh it's just not about making people laugh. I always have a message somewhere in the video you know to push the to push my agenda on unity and 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 you know and and supporting this country and supporting our president that kind of thing so you know if, if people can Look at the the big picture of the message and see the subliminal messages in it. It makes it even more uh, interesting to uh to uh, indulge in my videos, brother.
2: <laughs> Ab- absolutely, and uh and Henry, you know you've um uh, you were you were in the military, weren't you? Yeah, I did a stint in Marine Corps from ninety to ninety four. God, God bless you. Thank you for your service, man. I I uh, I thought you were. I thought that was the story. That you were in the military. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and I, well, I want to thank you, add- Roy.
3: I want, hey, hey, Roy. I want to thank you for being on your show, bub. I love you, man. And to all you supporters, you know, uh, keep the faith. We're gonna make America godly again. I got to get on this road. Yeah. It's starting to rain, but uh, maybe we'll catch okay. you sometime. You know, in a,
2: in a week or so.
3: You stay in touch with hey, me, brother, and give me a call you
2: Henry, before you go, real quick, um, before you go, what are your thoughts on guns? What is your thoughts on this?
3: My thoughts on what?
2: On on the ban the banning uh, like you know a uh, banning a bu- a Bubstock.
3: Oh well, I just did. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you asked that. I just did two videos. Again, you can go to my page and check it out. I can't say what I what I said on my videos on your on your radio show, but I got real deep about uh, the whole issue about protecting our children and and gun control. Just just you know just. Basically, in a nutshell, it's guns don't kill people, it's stupid people with guns that kill people. I love you, brother. I got to go. Talk to you later. Okay. God bless you. And let's All make right. America godly again.
2: All right. Playing your song now. Love you. Henry Davis. Uh, he is one of the most famous Trump supporters uh, that we have on, on social media and, on, and online today. His videos get millions of views. Um, I'm glad. I'm so glad that he came on. I'm, I'm proud to call him a friend. Uh, just what an awesome dude. Um, and, he, and he really, he, he's so He's so. Polit- he's so funny. And he's so politically smart. I mean, it's it's so it's always great talking to him. Um, but yeah, wow, what a what a cool thing to have him on. Um, and God bless him. You know, he's nothing but a he's nothing but a great soul and just a just a genuine dude to talk to, and just very authentic. Love it. Um. Alrighty. So. We have a big show today, like I said. Let's get to it, let's get to it, everybody. Uh, let's see. So Trump um, was at CPAC on Friday. And uh, let's play some of the highlights. He had this to say. Nice. Here we go. One, two. God bless the USA. By the way,
1: you don't mind... If I go off script a little bit, because, you know, it's sort of boring. It's a little boring. I try like hell to hide that ball spot, folks. I work harder. My administration, I think, has had the most successful first year in the history of the presidency. Okay, don't be complacent, because if they get in, they will repeal your tax cuts. They will put judges in that you wouldn't believe. They'll take away your Second Amendment, which we will never allow to happen. They'll take away your Second Amendment. In recent days, our entire nation has been filled with terrible pain and sorrow over the evil massacre in a great community, Parkland, Florida. It's time to make our schools a much harder target look, you had one guard, he didn't turn out to be too good, I will tell you that. He turned out to be not good. He was not a credit to law enforcement, that I can tell you. The teachers and the coaches and other people in the building, the dean, the assistant dean, the principal, they can, they love their people. They want to protect these kids. And a teacher would have shot the hell out of him before he knew what happened. But we have a very crooked media. We had a crooked candidate, too, by the way. But we have, we have, a, very, we have a very, very crooked media. Kerry may be the worst negotiator I've ever seen. How about, how about this guy? How about, and Obama, of course, he's the one. But how about, and except for one senator, who came into a room at three o'clock in the morning and went like that, we would have had health care too. Don't worry, you're getting the wall. Don't worry, okay? I heard some Take me in, oh tender woman. Side the vicious snake. We're gonna make America great again and I will never, ever, ever let you down. Thank you very much. Thank you. So there
5: you
2: have it, folks. He did good though at CPAC. Um, you know that was just a, a brief clip of CPAC, but CPAC was a well. Um, it was one of his best speeches. A matter of fact, he is getting praised by even the liberal media on his um, speech at CPAC. Um, here we go. I want to read an article. Where is it? Uh, buh, 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 buh. So, you know, he really, he really, um, you know, put everything into perspective and, uh, you know, you know, told it like it was at, at, at the CPAC, um, at the CPAC, uh, uh speech, which you know, uh, it was probably, I mean, I think it was one of his best speeches. Many agree. Um, to, you know, it was he, was, he was on stage for about an uh, hour and a half. And, you know, he talked about all the proper policy, you know, all, everything, everything that needed to be addressed, which was very important. Um you know he's he's really bringing um you know Amer- america back i mean there's there's just so much to um excited about right now in our country so fucking much like we have all of these things to look forward to, all of these policies getting put into place by President Trump that are benefiting everyday Americans on a huge level, like a a level never seen before. Like we – the economy is the most powerful it's ever been. It really is. It's the most powerful it has ever been. Stock market skyrocketing, uh, unemployment at record lows. Uh, you got all of these different things. Um, what I what I will talk about, and you know what I what I go back and forth on, which which is an issue um, going on right now, um, is. Trump's saying he's going to, um, he's going to ban bump stocks, and I and I want I wanted I really I agree like I talked about on my show several times, I've talked about many times that, um, you know I agree with ninety nine percent of of what Trump does, uh, you know, you know, but here comes that small uh you know you know ninety nine percent of everything he does I'm satisfied with. I think it's great. But in my strong opinion, and this is being talked about all fucking day today, you know, Trump is gonna ban bump stocks. And in my in my strong opinion, I think this is just uh enabling the Democrats uh on their on their whole gun control whining bullshit. I think it's getting them in a step where they where they could you know they get a little bit and they could move further and further with their with their gun shit you know it guns aren't the problem mental health is the fucking problem like it's it's ridiculous that um we have to take away guns because stupid little fucks like Nicholas Cruz are you know. Going in, yeah. First of all, you know, Bumps Nicholas Cruz didn't use a bump stock for his for his um, you know killing spree. He had an AR. And ARs aren't the problem. I mean, the the whole the gun the gun thing is bothering me. The gun debate is bothering me. I just I just think leave guns alone. There's no there's no like I know Trump is not going to ban the AR he's going to you'll know, keep the AR15 the way it is, you know, he'll do stronger background checks. Um, you know, but but why why ban bump stocks? I mean, why? You know, this this I mean, this is a thing that you know, if you ban bump stocks, it's not like somebody else can, you know, you can do with other guns, you can pretty much do the same thing as what you could do with a bump stock. So to me, it kind of makes, doesn't really make any sense. Um, and I know it's pissing off a lot of gun owners and a lot of, uh, a lot of people in that industry that are, uh, you know, make money. And, you know, because the NRA, you know, isn't for it either. And the NRA is here to protect us. So I'm wondering why President Trump is, you know, going after uh, the banning. Of um, gives in to the Democrats' narrative. This just gives in to the, um, the bullshit that the Democrats want. I mean, I would just say don't touch the guns. Guns were fined before. You're always going to have evil. You're always going to have crazy fucking people that can get guns on the black market and you can get bump stocks on the black market. So you banning bump stocks doesn't really... I mean people are still going to have them on the black market. I mean, I, it's just it, it seems like it's a pointless venture to me, but you know, and its and it's going to be a big hit on the economy because we know how much uh people spend on bump stocks a year and how much that is put back in the economy and benefits um, be, benefits the our our economy. I mean, the guns are a big buying guns. Gun industry is a big part of <clears throat> Putting wealth into our economy. I mean, it helps a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, that that's one of those things that, you know, I I guess that, uh, you know, if, if he's just I guess taking extra uh, safety measures with this, and he and President Trump wants to talk about raising the gun age to twenty one, and I I have a little bit of an issue with that because if if you're gonna raise if you're gonna raise the gun age to twenty one then w- then what about then you should move the right to vote to twenty one we should we should have people in the army not serving until they're like twenty one like why uh have have a situation where you have to wait – somebody has to wait till they're 21 to buy a gun. People go in the military at 18. People have the right to vote at 18. Going into the military, you're using weapons. You're using guns. And at 18, you sure as hell should be able to buy a gun and be able to protect yourself, especially some of these people that don't have very good lives and live in the, don't live in the best neighborhoods. So I don't agree with raising the age of, of guns uh, buying to 21. I think it's a mistake. And I know the Florida governor just recently put that into place, but I, I don't I don't understand it, and I don't think it's going to go over well uh, with a, with different states, with different organizations that are pro gun. Um, I think this is going to backfire personally. And the AR, the AR fifteen, you know, you see the Democrats making the, this big fucking deal about Oh my God! The AR-15, the AR-15, the AR-15, AR-15. Like it's like like it's the assault rifle, and they use the word assault, like the the word assault. Do you realize a shotgun or any semi-automatic? You could do the same sort of thing you could do with an AR. Do you call those assault assault semi semi um? Assault semi-automatics? No. You're you're just using the word assault and you're you're putting a label on something for political gain once again. Just because this kid bought an AR-15 and acted like a stupid fucking dumb shit, and everybody has to suffer? No, that's not how it should be. We need more guns. We need more guns. Which is why, and and I don't understand. Here's the thing. I think buying a gun at eighteen is is the is the perfect is the right thing because here you go. You graduated from high school. You're you're an adult. Like and I think the drinking age should be go down to eighteen. I think going into a bar should be go, should be raised down to eighteen. I think all of these things should be eighteen. You can smoke cigarettes at eighteen. You can join the like I said, you, you can join the army at eighteen, you can vote at eighteen. You can drive a car at 16. Why can't you drink alcohol at 18 legally? Why can't you go into a bar legally at 18? I think we need, Mr. Mr. President, I think we need to actually have more, more of these laws downgraded, like, like I'm talking about, which makes perfect sense. I mean, you look at Canada, their drinking age is 19 legally, and you can go into bars, nightclubs, whatever. And they don't have issues. you look at Canada's DUI records, it's very seldom compared to the U.S. And, you know, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, they just don't act as reckless up there with the reports and the statistics from what I see. So, you know, it's something to think about. Um, You know, people are – and another thing – you're in college at 18. You, I mean, that's the other thing. You're in college at 18. You should be able to drink alcohol legally, have have fun, be able to go to bars and nightclubs. I mean, I don't know why this is still a 21 thing. You know, you know, this is. This is I don't want to get too much off topic, but you know, you know what I mean. I mean it, it's just a little ridiculous some of the laws. Um, but at the same time. Um, You know, there there just needs to be more discussion. There really does. Um, I want to share with you guys
4: um, something official.
2: Something. Where is it? Well, uh, President Trump has officially announced he will run for re-election in 2020. We all knew that, but today was his official announcement. Uh, Trump hires the great Brad Parscale as his 2020 campaign manager. Uh, and Brad Parscale is a uh, – he has a great background. Um, he's been in the business a long time, um, and, he, and he's been involved with Trump for quite some time. They have a, a close relationship and a, uh, you know, a great understanding and working uh, partnership together. Um, I'm going to read you the article. Uh, this came out of Breitbart recently. President Donald Trump has selected Brad Parscal as his campaign manager for 2020, according to an exclusive headline on the Drudge Report. White House officials confirmed to Breitbart News that Trump was running for re-election but referred additional questions to the campaign. Parscale served as the no drama digital media director for Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign, scoring one of the biggest political upsets in modern history with his digital Facebook central political strategy. Yeah, he was fucking unbelievable on the tech side and of the political strategy side uh, during the Trump campaign. I remember this guy. He, he, he's amazing. I mean, he was one of the reasons Trump won. Uh he turned down a job at the White House in a favor of working with his digital and ad- advertising c- consulting, avoiding the early drama of the Trump administration. When Donald Trump asked me – this is him, quote-unquote, right now, what I'm about to say. When Donald Trump asked me to work on the campaign, I also knew I had a great piece of product that would resonate with Americans, he said afterward. You want a great product. You want things that resonate with people and make them dance. Okay, Uh, Trump's selection of Parscale demonstrates his commitment to continuing a digital-first campaign in 2020. It also suggests that the president will take a greater role in political and campaign messaging, while Parscale will be in charge of amplifying that message. Brad Brad was essential in bringing a disciplined, technology, and data-driven approach to to the 2016 campaign was run, Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, said in a statement promising best, can, best class campaign. I understood early that Facebook was how Donald Trump was going to win, Pascal told CBS 60 Minutes in 2017 interview. Twitter is how he talked to the people. Facebook was going to be how he won. Um, is is what Parscale said. Parscale has voiced his opinions about the digital campaigns and advertising on Twitter, especially disputing the suggestion that the Russians swayed the election for Trump with digital advertising projects. He has our family's complete trust, and is the perfect person to be the helm of the campaign, Donald Trump's son, Eric Trump, said in a statement. Parscale worked well with the family, adamantly disputing the Michael Wolff's fiction of the Trump campaign and the book Fire and Theory. Oh yeah, he was a, I remember Parscale was a big uh, uh, you know, critic and, and totally calling Michael Wolff's Fire and theory book uh, complete bullshit and uh, you know, he really defended Trump in that situation. But good. Um, this is good news. This is great. This is great news because um, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy is the, uh, This guy's the real deal. Um, and I'm very excited uh, to see, uh, you know, uh, their team and how they, how they, Trump's going to win by a landslide. Um, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, we know, you know, he, he's, his poll numbers, uh, there was a poll just released from Rasmussen, and Trump's favorabilities are at over 50%. That's over fifty percent, over five zero. Uh, he, and he's, I mean, he's delivered. A new report came out today um, from the from the. Uh, where we're from. Uh, it's from a very popular poll, and it says Trump has successfully completed sixty eight percent of his campaign promises in, in, within the year. And this was complete statistics, complete studies, exactly 68% of his campaign promises fulfilled in one year. That's 6-8. That's unbelievable. Like I said on my show before, most presidents don't even fulfill 25% uh, their whole eight years. So this is, this is unbelievable. And uh, you know we're in a time of a, what an amazing uh, you know era to be alive in. I mean it's 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 unfucking believable. I love it. Um. Okay, so I wanna I really wanna talk about this idiotic statement that Oprah made uh, about the uh, you know these whiny fucking kids in Florida. Uh, especially the one that looks like Sinead O'Connor, the baldy. I can't stand that bitch. I mean, she's the cunt of the all cunts, and she's a liberal fucking attention seeker. And you know, now she has all these liberal celebrities and uh, LGBT liberals, uh, you know, bowing to her like she's some child hero. And I, I mean, she's a crisis actor. She's a fake. She's a phony. She's smiling days after, um, you know, (laughs) the the events happen. It's just, you know, and, you know, Oprah, Oprah's fat ass, you know, went on and, uh, you know, I don't even want to know what Oprah smells like, but here we go. Anyways, that big, big, big thing. Anyways, she had something to say that was very stupid, and one of the it might get one of the dumbest statements of the year. She compared to what these kids at the Florida high school were doing to 1960s civil rights uh, movement. Uh, take a listen. One, three. Clip.
4: It's a proud moment. It's an evolving moment for our country. The same thing happened, as you know,
2: back in the 50s and 60s for the civil rights movement. Young people
4: said... We will not tolerate what our ancestors have tolerated. We have had enough, and we're willing to fight for it and willing to do, march in the streets for it and, if necessary, die for it.
2: Unbelievable! Can you believe that shit? She compares these fucking these fucking kids
1: to to civil to civil
2: rights. Oh my god! I mean, these kids these kids are the problem. These Florida teens protesting and and de- making demands of the NRA. And, and making demands that we get, give our guns, people give their guns back, we give our guns back just because some crazy fuck went into a school and, you know, made a bad decision and was stupid. No, everybody should not suffer. And these kids are basically jamming it down the public's throat that guns have to go. Guns have to go. We will not go back to school. All this nonsense, all this that comes out of their fucking mouth. And, you know, it, it really is bothersome. Like like they, they – they, they, and they love the, the, the publicity. They can't – these Florida teenagers, especially David Hogg and uh, Emma Gonzalez, these are the two main ones. There's a couple of them. They care more about getting in front of the camera than they care about solving the problem. First of all, the guns are not going to go. We're not going to, we're not going to, you know, the guns are just not going to go. It's not going to happen. Um, you know, we're not going to ban ARs. We're not going to ban guns. You know, obviously, the bump stocks are going to be, Trump said he's going to get rid of those, but bump stocks weren't used in this incident. This wasn't, you know, one of those, uh, it wasn't in those situations. But the bump stocks were used in the Vegas incident. So I, you know, uh, you know, there's, and, and by the way, by the way, guys, you know, I go back and forth on bump stocks. Um, you know, part of me says it's a good thing to ban them. But the other part of me, like I said earlier, says this is playing into the liberals' agenda of gun control. And why should everybody else have to suffer that enjoys bump stocks? Because uh, some little shit, you know, wouldn't do is a... no, because some – some, you know you know what I mean? Because other people lack fools. Um, but you know i i have I definitely have uh, I go back and forth on that uh for sure, um but it's one of those things that is definitely uh largely talked about in the media right now. It's largely talked about like this is this is all over the news I mean it, the, the, the first of all, the way they're acting, the way they're uh, presenting themselves. I'm talking about these Florida kids. I mean, it's not – it's hostile, it's aggressive, it's nasty, it's, it's rude, it's angry behavior. It, it, they, and they don't, want, they don't want to talk to President Trump or the politicians or sit down and have a cordial, calm, collective conversation. They want to go hold their fucking signs, they want to go do, cause all this rampage, and they want to act like children. This is not the way to solve problems. I'm sick and tired of the fucking bullshit. I'm tired of it. I've had to look, I've had to look at these little pipsqueaks crying and whining and not coming up with a, a rational and logical solution to their to their issue. I mean, they're they need to act like adults. You know, th- th- there's Obviously, in the state of Florida, uh, you know, they're they're taking some initiative, the politicians, they're, you know, they're making some changes, which is necessary with the background checks. I'm all for stronger background checks, but they don't really work because you'll always have thugs or people in the street that get the guns off the black market, like I said. Or you know, a background checks could have their flaws too. You know, there's so many different variables in background checks that have that can fail. So you can't you can't always trust background checks. Even even if they you know get them more detailed or or, or work on more harder background checks. I, I mean, I don't know if it will work. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things though. Um, Uh, let's see here Okay, I want to play you guys a, uh, a clip And this is absolutely This is hilarious And um, it's Mark, our, the great Mark Dice is with us 1-4 uh,
7: Before we head of the CIA Leon Panetta, the man that Barack Obama Appointed to run the agency Has some very interesting ideas About what he thinks Congress should do to help prevent guns from getting into the hands of those who shouldn't have them in order to help keep our country more safe.
8: At this stage, I would be satisfied if they moved anything dealing with trying to limit weapons going to those who are mentally retarded, establishing a file, establishing communication. I mean, my God.
7: I'm sorry, Mr. Panetta. I believe the proper terminology today is mentally handicapped. Why are you insulting Forrest Gump like that? I would trust a mentally handicapped person with a gun over a liberal any day. I know, I know, liberals are mentally handicapped, but you know what I mean. Of course, there is no end to the insanity over at CNN. Take it away, Mr. Senior Law Enforcement Analyst.
9: Well, I have one of these. The government, if it wants to, can find out exactly where John King is sitting right now. The government can find out exactly who John King last texted. And if it wants to, can find out exactly where I last used my credit card.
8: Um, So why can't the government get to this young man's house, knock on the door, and say,
7: is this you?
4: Well, in this situation, they sent agents to talk to the person that made the call in the first place to the FBI, reporting that he had read this on YouTube from this Nicholas Cage, the posting that he was going to be a professional school shooter.
7: I'm sorry, Sir Nicholas Cage had nothing to do with this. I'm not going to say the dirt bag's name because the shooter's not even a human, as far as I'm concerned, but its name is not Nicolas Cage.
4: People could post on YouTube from all over the world using anybody else's name. This could have been another friend of his that just knew that he was having mental problems and had guns. It could be anything. So they, they went around their databases to try to locate, do we have any information on a Nicholas Cage about doing something? Nicholas Cruz.
7: Nicholas Cruz. I mean, Nicholas
4: Cruz. Uh, uh, Sorry. And they couldn't find anything on him.
7: This guy is literally CNN's senior law enforcement analyst. And not only does he not know the scumbag's name, but apparently he doesn't even know that the FBI or any local law enforcement agency get a warrant and submit it to YouTube and get the ISP or the MAC address of any computer or any device, any person who posted a comment on any video, anywhere, anytime. Let's see if the brilliant panelists over at MSNBC, all of whom are getting paid six or seven figures a year to tell us the truth, can shed some light on what caused this Lodatech to go over the edge.
8: There's a kind of toxic masculinity at the heart of this gun. This gun culture rooted in a myth about who we take ourselves to be.
1: America's rugged individualism. The government is not going to protect you. We can protect ourselves, right? And there's a way in which this AR-15 is actually the weapon of the Minuteman, right?
2: There's, there's this old myth around it. So we have to begin to imagine ourselves differently.
7: Yes, masculinity is toxic. That's what's causing this. We need to feminize these boys, don't we, sir? Well, one thing is for sure. You've definitely accomplished that feminization, sir. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that half of the Millennials and Generation Z kids grow up without a father in the home, or that friendships have been reduced to getting a few likes on an Instagram post, instead of actually hanging out with some fellow humans face-to-face. But it won't be long now before the liberal media gets back to their regularly scheduled programming of Russia conspiracy theories. Hey Joe Scarborough, with the investigation going on for over a year now, What do you think the odds are that President Trump's going to get indicted?
8: Bob Mueller, at the end of the day, is a conservative with a small c. He is not going to indict anybody if he can't bring that indictment home. And he is not. He's going to do everything he can do to make sure he doesn't break China in America's constitutional republic. The, The possibility of him actually indicting the president is next to zero because that's not who Bob Mueller is. It's much more likely if he builds a case to the president, he'll build that case. And then like John Roberts and Obamacare will say, it's not my job to do the voter's job.
7: So you're finally admitting that this investigation is going to go nowhere and that the sole purpose is to just throw a bunch of mud at President Trump and hope that he doesn't get reelected in 2020. Thanks, Joe. Go to markdice.com or click the link in the description below to check out my online store and some of the awesome shirts over there, like this new Russian bot
2: So there you have it. I mean, I mean, literally, you know, we got so, we got so many gun, we got so many issues with idiots, you know. I mean, God, Democrats have one view of guns that is totally moronic. it's complete idiocy. And you've got another that. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable. The idiocy. Oh, my God. Caller. Hold on, one. I'm taking the caller. Let's see what's going on. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling the Rory Sauter Show. What's going on? Nothing much, man.
9: I've been enjoying your show, man. Hey, who is this? This is Gianni. Gianni, my man.
2: So, um, what's what's going on? What's on your mind, man?
9: Uh nothing much, man. Just uh been really enjoying the week. You know, and uh, especially with uh, President Trump and everything, you know, he actually is, when it comes to the, the, you know, the whole school safety and stuff issue, he actually is doing something. Because if you look, you know, it was funny, I was uh, thinking about this earlier. If you look in the past when school shootings happened, you know, with Obama, it was always talk about what we need to do and talk about, it was nothing ever done. But ever since Trump has been given his voice, and it's a powerful voice on Twitter and uh having meetings. He actually had a meeting with the parents, a meeting with the victims or uh, you know whatever of the
4: shooting and
9: I really like how all around the United States people are responding to, you know actually passing bills and passing laws you know in order to uh have you know you know people armed and you got teachers armed. You got schools is now having armed security at their schools now. And you just see the effect that's going on where schools are waking up and they're like, Holy shit, Trump is right. I don't care if you like Trump or not, he's right. You know, you need armed security in schools and that's one of the biggest things that I've really been loving watching just to see the ripple effect of people actually waking up to what the real issue is here.
2: Yeah, and you know, you hear Oprah say stupid shit, like you're a black guy. Like, you see here Oprah say stupid shit, like these fucking little shitheads from Florida, the high school teens, doing their marching and doing their protesting and making demands. It, like, she compares them to the civil rights people in the 60s. Oprah's a, a, that's a fucking, one of the biggest insults to the black community. Like, who the fuck is she? <laughs> yeah.
9: Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, man. It's totally ridiculous. Like, this not, dude. They didn't get nothing done. Like, they the whole like the court rejected their decision in Florida. Actually, it yeah. rejected a decision to uh, uh, outlaw uh, AR fifteen. So, how the fuck are you a civil rights leader? What is that? Matter of fact, what does that have to do with civil rights? What does banning a gun have to do with civil rights?
2: Exactly, I think it, Oprah's actually, lost in her brain. So like I didn't. Understand. Like... Hello, hello.
9: Yeah, I'm still here.
2: You're still here. Yeah, I just think Oprah's so lost. Like her mentality is so fucked up. Like she's she's all over the place. She's senile, bro. Like you're right. Like guns have nothing to do with civil rights. And these shitheads from the the high school Florida team they're not they're not even. I mean, it's just a disgrace to even compare the two. It's apples and oranges.
9: Absolutely, man. And Like, I just look back. You look back, uh, especially on um, people like Harriet Tubman. How did you think she got the slaves through the Underground Railroad? She wasn't anti-gun. She had a fucking rifle with her. Yeah, think about that. She had a fucking rifle with her. Mostly, I mean, it's so like people don't understand like how much the Second Amendment, you know what I mean, matters and you know doesn't matter. Now you know AR fifteen. Oh well, you don't need a machine gun, you know that. I mean, there is points to that, but at the same time, the reason I'm against, even though here's my point with AR fifteen. My whole point and idea, I don't believe that. Anyone should walk around AR-15. But what does the law say? What does? Because I don't. I don't care what I. Think.
2: Whoa! 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 The whoa! Whoa! Says, stop for right a second. Thing. Whoa! 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 Hold. I'm gonna hold you right there. I'm gonna hold you right there. So you do not agree. You. You're not okay with people owning AR-15s. I'm not okay, but that doesn't mean that my personal. But do you, rea- do you feel- realize people can, people can do the same sort of thing? With a semi, a semi shot, a semi exactly. uh, automatic, or a shotgun with, that they can do with AR-15. AR-15, it's a, it's the same sort of thing.
9: Exactly. So I mean, that's my point. My point is, I wouldn't, me personally, I wouldn't walk around with an AR-15 or a semi-automatic rifle. I don't see in my life no point for it. But I feel like I'm not gonna go and try to get the court to pass something and go against the Second Amendment because the right should I be infringed upon? So if a person wants an AR-15, they can, because that's what the Second Amendment says you can. I mean, that's you can't go against someone's rights. Like, if you want to have an AR-15, do it. Go ahead and do it. It's not that. I'm saying me personally, I wouldn't want to carry around, because to me, I don't see a point of it. But just because I feel that way, does it mean that I can go to somebody else's rights and say, you can't have this you can't have that? Because like you said, you can do it with anything. You don't even really need AR-15s now. You can use cars to kill people now. You
7: We've seen
9: that over and over again. And that's just how I how I feel, you know. And after, after listening to uh, Dana Lash and just listening to, you know, her talk about the whole rights thing, you know, at the town hall, the CNN town hall, The woman that came and said, oh, well, it was only talking about muskets. And then she actually debated that and said there was stuff other than muskets there that were equivalent to AR-15. So that really opened up my mind a lot right there. So, yeah, I'm definitely pro-Second Amendment, pro-NRA, pro-AR-15, even though I personally don't see a point of it. But, like I said, that's the Second Amendment says we can have, you have the right to bear arms. It didn't say you have the right... To bear nine millimeters, it says the right to bear arms. That means everything, any kind of gun. So I'm not gonna go and try to use my feelings to suppress somebody else else's rights just because I feel a certain type of way.
2: No, I hear you. I hear you on that, but I hear you on that. But you know, so you, so you are all for somebody owning an AR-15. But you just wouldn't personally do it yourself, is what you're saying? Basically, yeah, exactly. Okay, I mean that, that's fair enough. So, and, and you know, I was I was talking about this a little bit earlier. You know, with with all this gun, with all the gun bullshit going on right now, and I strongly believe, you know, I I, I go back and forth on bump stocks. I don't know if you were listening to me talk about that, were you?
9: Yeah, I was. Yeah, you were back okay, and forth so, bump stock. Why is Trump, you know, doing your ninety degree you with ninety nine percent of what he does, except for this. Yeah, know?
2: but yeah. Exactly, but this bump stock thing has me going back and forth because you have a couple of fuckheads that you have like the Los the Las Vegas shooter kid in Florida did not. So I you know, I, I can see how bump stocks can cause a huge tragedy and a huge massacre and kill a lot of people in a quick amount of time. But at the same time, have guns really been this much of an issue? I I I you know I, I don't I don't think guns are the issue. I think it's mental health. Because we've we've seen so many uh, you know different um we've seen so many different reports Uh, Hold on, I'm going to get somebody else on the line Hold on a second Okay Okay. Hello, thank you for calling the Rory Sotter Show You are live Hi, Rory, I'm Angel Angel, how's it going? Are you still live, um, Gianni? Yeah, absolutely Okay, cool Um, Angel, so basically what we're live And basically what we're talking about is we're going back and forth um, about, about the AR-15 discussion about the bump stocks. Uh, you know, I was saying that, you know, I'm all for I, – I, I, lo- I love the AR-15s. I think they should totally be legal. It, you can do the same sort of thing with a, a semi-automatic uh, and with other guns that you can do with an ar 15 um, they just the Democrats love to put a label on the AR-15 because it's called an assault rifle. But you know, are there? A, there's assault knives. There's assault. I mean, they're labeling labeling it so ridiculously. And you know, I'm 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 on on the bump stocks thing. Um, I I really go back and forth. Like I I, I think the AR-15 makes no sense. To ban the the AR-15 is the same as any gun. It just looks different. It's fancier, um, and you know what? It can it can. I mean, that's my that's my strong opinion. It's the truth. But when I look at when I look at bump stocks, you know mm-hmm. the Flor the Florida shooter did did not use bump stocks. He he used an AR. But the 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 um, Las Vegas shooter used bump stocks. And you saw how quickly it killed so many people. I mean, it it can cause a massacre and cause a huge tragedy, you know, in a in a in a really short amount of time. But how yeah. many how many times how many how many fucking times have we heard of people using bump stocks to go crazy and kill people? Not very often. I don't, This is not a gun problem. If, if anything, you have a few fuck ups that are mentally not there. That you know would go would go on this kind of spree, and it's, I mean, it's not. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's an epidemic yet, but it's, you know, it, it's not. It wasn't as common at one point in time. I just don't think. I don't think guns are the problem. Your thoughts?
4: Uh, my thoughts on it. Yeah, I just, I do not believe we should have our freedoms taken away just for, from the actions of a few crazy individuals. Uh, exactly. In life, nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed, so we can <clears> die <throat> the next moment, and there's something we can do about it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, with, like, AR-15s, or just like a, a, any other rifle, it's just the cosmetics of it are different. And for the politicians to say, oh, we need to ban assault rifle, I agree with you, that's a bunch of horse crap, you know? Uh, I think these politicians know that the only way to completely get rid of guns is to repeal the Second Amendment. And I think that's what they want, especially the, the Democrats, you know. But they're they, trying it's, to hide their agenda behind common sense. When common sense is, infringes on the Constitution, you know, just because they put the phrase common sense does not mean that um, it's constitutional, you know. And they, they should not be banning the AR-15. They should not be banning... Um, they should not be trying to take away our rights just for the actions of the few, you know. What about people who abuse their First Amendment rights and say we're gonna we're gonna kill everyone, we're gonna freaking uh, bomb the government, this and that? Should we have our First Amendment rights taken away to protest the government because of them? No, that's not right. And um, it, people like that just want to further their agenda and pander to their audience, and, and it's not right. People don't have principles or morals, and it's the it's the life we live in, you know. And I think the only thing we can do at this point is keep keep debating them and trying to change the independence mind. We're never going to change the mind of like Democrats and hardcore leftists.
6: They they're
4: they're a, they're a lost cause, you know. Maybe eventually they're so when oh, something they're so happens to them in their head. own life. Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. I said I, they
2: I said I said the Democrats are so fucked in the head, the leftists they are so
4: fucked in the head I think Like Mostly emotional type of uh, people You know they're not really using their, their Logic they're trying to battle on the Moral high ground when in fact They they don't have it either I mean they I feel like Just about every democrat I'm not going to say Every single one you know because there's no absolutes in life But just about all of them Are um, Do not have morals or principles When it comes to these type of things they are inconsistent, and and they pay for it in 2016. That's why we we got Donald Trump. That's why we have a Republican Congress, you know, and a Republican Senate, you know. And they they will never agree with us in like just about everything, you know. It's it's the way of life. What we need, I think, that one of the things we need to focus on is to get the independence side mostly with us, so on the libertarian slash conservative side. That way we always outvote those, those crazy people <laughs> that we call leftists and Democrats, you know. Uh, that's what we should be doing because they're just going to keep trying, trying, trying to take away our liberties and freedoms, you know. <laughs> they're going to try to t- turn us into a communist nation.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
4: they want they – want th- exactly. Like, they,
2: they don't want us to have – they don't want us to have our um, – it's ridiculous. The, the con- Like, the – and people – the amount of people that are drawn to this communism, uh, political beliefs from like Bernie Sanders and all these whack jobs on the left and all, and they want socialism and they want all, I mean, it's such a delusional and scary. It's a scary mindset. It scares the shit. Like just thinking about becoming like a Venezuela, like scares the shit out of me
5: hmm Like Me that's too. what would
2: that's what would happen if Bernie Sanders would be would have been president or Hillary. If Hillary would have won, we would have lost our fucking country. We would have we we would have not had anything. We would have turned into the worst commun- communist communist. Uh, I
4: mean, it would have been terrible. Yes, yeah, I concur. I mean, how? What I want to know is. Why did people even gravitate towards Bernie Sanders? I mean, like he's got so many there too just, be- just because he said he's a democratic socialist. That's still socialist, you know. And I, I think like um, what millennials, why millennials try to gravitate towards socialism is they look at Europe as this great um, pedestal of type of countries that the United States should be like, you know when in fact they have so many more problems than us. And I also right. believe that, like, because we as millennials, at least I am, were born in a time after U- the USSR fell. We don't really know the the result of socialism. And and right. maybe, maybe that's why people gravitate towards it, because they don't know what's the result of it. I'm sure if people were to actually see what it's like and live in it and see how the people are, it they it, it would change their mind to be capitalist or uh have a more free market type of society. But people don't know that. People haven't experienced that.
2: It's so tr- so true, man. Well so well said. Um I Johnny, are you still there? Yeah. yeah, I'm still here. Okay, cool. I'm I'm just making sure I have you guys both. Um I want to I want to play a clip you, you guys I've been, abs- I've been absolutely, you know, I'm a guy, and I'm sure you guys are too. Do you guys, I know
4: Gianni watches InfoWars. Do you watch InfoWars, Angel? I do sometimes too, yeah, from time to time. Okay, well, he- here- here's the thing. Uh, there's a lot of facts
2: and certain things that are coming out that do not add up about this Florida shooting. And it's the same with the Las Vegas shooting. There's a lot of weird, odd reports that make no sense. There's red flags on <laughs> everywhere, and this sheriff in Florida will not resign, and we know he's the problem. I mean, I, I wanna, I wanna play a clip for for the audience, and then you, we'll all, we'll, we'll all discuss it. Um, Jake Tapper from CNN. I don't typically, I don't like CNN, and I don't like Jake Tapper, but Jake Tapper, absolutely, for the first time, I I can say I like one Jake Tapper interview, he's a journalist from CNN, he grilled the shit out of this Florida sheriff, uh, and basically, you know, tried to hold him accountable, Um, and this Florida sheriff, you know, you can just see this Florida sheriff is totally making excuses, he uh you know, deflects. Uh, uh his name is Scott Israel. Scott Israel. Um and he's just mm-hmm. a complete douchebag. Complete douchebag. Uh listen to this clip, one uh, five, playing now. It's about six minutes long, but uh it's it's gonna get all the be- the best highlights from this interview. Alrighty, go.
4: I'll tell you this.
8: It ain't over easy. Oh. You know, uh, you know, their the deputies make mistakes. Police officers make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But it's not the responsibility of the general or the president if you have a deserter. You look into this. We're looking into this aggressively, and uh, we'll we'll
6: take care of it. And justice will be served. Are you really not taking any responsibility for the multiple red flags that were brought to the attention of the Broward Sheriff's Office about this shooter before the incident? Whether it was people near him, close to him, calling the police. Jake, Jake, I
8: could only take responsibility for what I knew about. I exercised my my due diligence. I've given amazing leadership to this agency. Amazing leadership. Uh, I've worked... Yes, Jake. Uh, this is, there's a lot of things we've done throughout this. Uh, this is, uh, you, you don't uh, measure uh, a person's leadership by a deputy not going into a... These deputies received the training they needed. Maybe they you measure somebody's the- leadership
6: by whether or not they protect the community. In this case, you've listed 23 incidents before the shooting involving the shooter, and still nothing was done to keep guns out of his hands, to make sure that there were, the school was protected, to make sure you were keeping an eye on him. Your deputy at the Jay school got failed. I don't understand how you can sit there and claim amazing Jay. leadership.
8: Jake, on 16 of those cases, our deputies did everything right. Our deputies have done amazing things. Uh, we've taken this uh, in the five years I've been sheriff. We've taken the Broward Sheriff's Office to a new level. I work with some of the bravest people I've ever met. Uh, one person at, at this point, one person didn't do what he should have done. Uh, it, it's horrific. The victims here are... Uh, the, the families i pray for them every night it, it 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 makes me sick to my stomach that we had a deputy that didn't go in cuz i know if i was there if i was on that wall i would have been the first thing. i think there are a lot so of, of the i other think people. there are a
6: lot of people sir who think that there are a lot of mistakes other than that one deputy <coughs> talking about what you learned from the Fort Lauderdale airport shooting 13 months ago take a listen
8: one of the key lessons we learned from the airport was the phenomenon of self-dispatching and not allowing deputies and police officers from all over the tri-county area to just arrive haphazardly and we had staging areas and people who came went to a staging area and they were inserted into the mission in a common sense way and everybody had a job to do
6: so that, seems to, that sounds to a lot of people like opposite of what police forces learned after Columbine which is when you arrive, well, then, you don't you know, wait, gl- you run in.
8: I'm glad you asked that question. Jake, you're completely talking apples and oranges, and I'm glad you brought that up. When, when uh, we have a horrific incident of any magnitude, and the incident is over, and people are arriving to help and we know we have 5, 10, 12 hours of work to do. We have our deputies, police officers, firefighters go to staging areas so we can insert them in a clear and concise manner into the scenario, into the event. An active shooter is completely different. As people were coming to the airport we didn't have an active shooter. He was already in custody 72 seconds after the event. This is an active shooter. We push to the uh, to the entry to the killer, we get in and we and we take out the threat. Completely
6: different set okay. of
8: circumstances. Sure. Jake.
6: when did you find out that Deputy Peterson had not gone into the building? How soon after the shooting did you know that? Oh.
8: Uh, not for days. Uh, we uh, how many days? Investigators looked. At, I'm not sure.
6: Because you spent much of the Wednesday Night Town Hall on CNN a commu- with the entire Stoneman Douglas community, students and teachers and parents, attacking the NRA, saying that police need more powers, more money to prevent future tragedies. You didn't disclose any of this to the crowd then, the Stoneman Douglas High School community. Did you know it then? Did you know it Wednesday night?
8: It was spoken about during that, uh, earlier during that day, I'm not on a timeline for TV or any news show. We need to get it right. We need to get it accurate. We're talking about people's lives. We're talking about a community. Uh, we need to corroborate. We need to verify. And once we did the next day and I, w- I looked at the tape and I was 100% certain that it happened the way uh, I was told about the investigators initially told me, told about. I didn't even release it right that You didn't look at the video?
6: One week after the shooting, you hadn't looked at the video yet?
8: Oh... I looked at the video as soon as our investigators, uh, it wasn't my job to look at the video, it was investigators job to look at the video. I'm still sheriffing this this county. There were many things to do. We have investigators, homicide investigators, internal affairs investigators dissecting it and when they felt there uh, there was a video that uh, ready for my view that I might take action on one of our deputies, I looked at the video and let me add this Jake. Once I saw the video, the first order I gave was for our our detectives to notify the families that the of the of the, uh, of the uh, those lost the the, the families yesterday 10 a.m. tomorrow the families come first, and I wanted to make sure the families knew what happened and what was about the to happen. The families were at the we CNN town the hall.
6: Public. Sir, sir, sir the, the families were at the CNN town hall. Oh, and you could have disclosed that's not to them-
8: the that's not. We didn't. I couldn't disclose it then because there was no corroboration, Jake. There was no confirmation. We needed dot eyes and cross T's. And I certainly would not disclose it to a family at a town hall. Not every family was there. Uh, one of the families, uh, one, uh, Mr. Pollock, had gone to Washington D.C. That's not the way All you right. do things over a news camera. You 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 do it individually. You meet privately with families. You have compassion. You don't do it at a public right, forum. Right, but you're we Your to tone, do do tone
6: at public forums the public forum was rather belligerent, belligerent towards the NRA. Oh. Buss, can you help us? There's no time to waste.
1: So there we
2: have it, guys. How ridiculous. How fucking absurd was that? Excuse, yeah, after, was a- excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse.
9: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So I I really think that that sheriff, like I, I was watching that uh that video not like like and
2: by the, by the way, with... real quick. Real quick, but just to just to interrupt you real quick, Gianni. Uh there 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 was a report that originally they received they received about 23 um uh police reports regarding Nicholas Cruz as a threat. No, it's not 23 like they originally put out. They had 45 uh, police complaints about Nicholas Cruz to that police department, and this police department did fucking nothing. And this guy is sitting in this interview blatantly lying, saying he's done all these amazing things for the police department, and, and, you know, they take all the right measures. I mean, come the fuck on resign he needs to resign Scott Israel needs to resign and there's all this sick stuff coming out about him like he he um, had sex with a 17 year old girl an underage girl and got, got her pregnant made her get an abortion this was like three years ago when he was rerunning for sheriff. like he, like he has a record of yeah he has a record of doing some sick shit this this uh, and that was reported what I just said. Uh, by the gateway pundit um, about, uh, and she, and the woman, the 17 year old girl, the underage girl even came out with a video talking about it um, and how it messed up her life. And, you know, since he has, he has power, um, he got away with it. And there was, I don't know. I don't know how the the whole situation, the case went or anything. I don't know. But uh, you know, it was definitely um, a reliable source and and news. News report. It's crazy, though. It's fucking crazy. And the fact that, you know, they had all these reports, you know, they had all these fucking reports of this kid's a threat, this kid's a threat, this kid's a problem. You, you guys got to do something about this kid. And it, it, it doesn't – it's unbelievable. It really is. It, it's sick, too. And now there's reports about Nicholas Cruz's brother – um, has had major behavioral issues with the law and has had several uh, complaints that he's dangerous, the brother that's still alive. So is the brother next? Is he going to be the next school shooter? I mean, we don't know. I mean, but there's some fucking disturbing reports out about the brother that the brother had, you know, some weird, sickening ideology similar to his brother Nick. So, uh, God, I mean, this is some scary, deranged shit we're talking about guys
4: yeah it, it truly is I, and I think that this, however tra- tragic this shooting was it, it was a strong case for the second amendment you know it's like if the police aren't willing to go in and defend you then what are you going to do yourself I mean when there's a crazy shooter it doesn't matter what type of right. weapon they have you know I mean how are you going to defend yourself uh, if the police aren't going to do it for you you know, like it's. I, I think. I think if even like a, a one or two teachers were there to that was pairing, they could have stopped them. And the sad yeah. thing is, because of these darn, these darn school, uh, gun-free school zones, it's it's easy targets, like President Trump said. <laughs> I, I don't always agree yeah. with President Trump. I will give him credit. And he's right. I mean, it's it's a. It, it's a free killing spree right there, you know, and it's, it's not right. I, people need yeah, to be able and, to defend themselves and to defend the kids. Either – I would exactly. say – means to, One of two things. One, have armed guards and explicitly put in their contract they will fight and shoot back any threat, you know. Yeah, and no – no, and, and Trump, yep, Trump's right when he says if you got armed, gar- armed
2: guards in there with guns – no, kid, no little shitheads gonna come in there and try to fuck with the armed guards. Yeah, or to burn, I was about you know? to
9: say, I was about to say, no. I mean, go, I mean, think about it. Go to the White House. You go, go to Washington D.C. and you think, are you thinking anything about doing causing any harm? Are you thinking about going over the rails? Are you thinking about bringing a gun over there near the White House? Are you thinking about that? No, because they're gonna kill your ass because they got people scoping out all over the White House watching you. So, if we have, uh, whether it's retired veterans, whether it's uh, yep. real police officers that's not scared to do anything, if you got them around the school, the shithead, like you said, he's not going to be thinking. He's going to be like, I can be killed if I go anywhere near the school to cause harm to anyone.
4: Exactly. And, like, even even if there's a crazy person who does not care about their own safety, <laughs> if there's armed guards or armed teachers that... Yeah, they're not going to do much damage. It's going to be significantly less casualties, exactly. you know, if there's someone there to fight back, you know. If, it, for example, say there's a lion and a gazelle, the gazelle is going to use its horns to defend itself, and if you cut the horns off a gazelle, how is it going to fight back? You know, it can't. It's it's going to get killed. Exactly. That's how gun-free gun zones are. <laughs> they were like a, a gazelle oh, without no. horns.
9: Take out the take out the lion's teeth. So he wanted tag. That's how liberals <laughs> sound, really.
4: They, they, they do not make sense. I mean, they. I do not like to generalize people or put them in categories, but people with that type of mindset. Uh,
2: it's 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 no fantasy land. It's they, fantasy land.
4: It's not right, and sadly enough, that's that's how a lot of people are, and it, and it ticks me off that people are like that. I think we as I mean, a nation, yeah. we need to start really having a thought and uh, try to get people to understand how a republic works and how to. Uh, how, we need to start thinking like the founding fathers did, you know? Realize that people are imperfect, right. responsibility for our own safety and our family's safety, you know? That's, that's right. what I think hey,
9: by any chance did any of you see the video that went viral on Facebook of uh the two store women clerks um that had that got robbed and they actually had a gun they actually it is the whole yes. video they actually oh you yes. saw it yeah yes i did it, it's pretty yes i saw learned I saw it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so awesome. I was like, imagine if they didn't have a gun. Right, right. And
2: there was a story out, you know, this past week. Uh, this was a, like ye- yesterday or the day before. There was a bad guy with a knife trying to attack someone, and then he was stopped by a good guy with an AR-15. So are we going to call, call knife? So are we going to call yes. knives, salt knives? Are we going to ban knives? I mean, knives are just are just as dangerous as AR-15. So the Democrats and their ideology—it's it, ridiculous—and and we all know they're they're just you know it's they put the AR-15 in a category for it's just one category just because you know because it's, it's the word assault attached to it. But any anything can be used as assault, especially a fucking knife. And this guy saved the day with his AR-15. Yeah. Agreed.
4: I mean, I can assault people with my words, you know? That's how I trigger liberals. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> Me too, yeah.
2: I mean, it it's so true. And the thing about it is you know, they, they like the banning Here here's my here's my thing. Here's my take on this. I mean, you have this Florida shooting. You have the cameras that are 30, I don't know if you knew the cameras were 30 minutes delayed. I talked about this on my last show. Um, mm-hmm. So the cameras in the school were 30 minutes delayed when he was doing the shooting. So why the fuck did that happen? Why did all these people, they had, I think they had a cop that stood outside and just basically did nothing. And then there were apparently four sheriffs that stood outside and waited while people were getting slaughtered and murdered. I really think, like, this was a setup. This, this sheriff, Scott Israel, he's very leftist. He's liberal. He has ties to, um, you know, all the dirty birds, Hillary Clinton, George Soros. You know, what if this was something to push gun control? This, was, this seems like a setup to me because this makes no logical sense. Any other police officer would have ran in there. And they were also telling medical personnel to to not go in. I mean what medical personnel is always supposed to go in. And, and this and this guy I and, and here's the thing. I I mean I mean Nick Bruce, you know, I mean he did it. But what if he didn't? The cameras were delayed thirty minutes. I mean I I know I know he did. But the American government can trick anyone. If the camera, and they found him like 20 minutes later. I mean, it, it, there's just so many things that are weird to me. And his Uber driver dropped him off and he had all his weapons on him. Like, there's just so much weird shit. Yeah, like, I was about to say,
9: like like you said, they caught He was at McDonald's. Like, how? How can you shoot up a school, make it to McDonald's, Nobody sees you, but when you leave, they happen to know exactly where you are.
4: What I want to
2: know is, I mean, did he
4: have his gear yeah. with him at McDonald's? Like, was he
2: packing them? Like, he had his gear in the fucking Uber. The Uber driver saw his gear, and the Uber driver didn't even report it. Yeah. And it's that like Uber driver dro- dro- the, the Uber driver dropped him at the front porch Does of the Uber school. Does the
4: have a policy against weapons? wait, 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 wait. Doesn't Uber have a strict policy on weapons that a driver can't have or, like, passengers I'm, can't have? I'm, ba- and... I'm pretty
2: sure. I'm almost certain they do.
4: Aren't they supposed to refuse that?
2: Yeah, and they got a bunch of shit for it afterwards.
4: Wow, that's That's pretty intense, man. That's that's.
2: Yeah,
9: but there was a... Uh, uh a lady that came on some news channel, I forgot what it was, and she said that he was wearing, like, combat stuff.
2: Yes, he was. Mm. There were pictures of it.
4: Like gear, like uh, body armor and stuff like that, right? Yes, yes. How did a kid like that get so much money to buy a weapon, buy the ammunition, (laughs) buy the the freaking body armor? Wasn't he, what, eighteen nineteen? Yeah, Something's yeah, weird here's about it.
2: The,
5: That's the thing.
4: Where'd he get the money?
2: Yeah, and here's what. <laughs> I mean, like, here's what's really Here's what's really weird. That You guys are going to find this the most fucking bizarre. This kid had everything he ever fucking wanted. He had all the money. He was about to inherit uh, about a million dollars from his parents dying. I mean, he had all this. There were just all this different stuff that he had going for him. And then he goes up and shoots up a school and spends the rest of his life in prison.
4: I'm like, I just, I, I, it's just so weird to me. Yeah. There's a lot of things that don't make sense, but I'm really wondering is the whole camera thing, you said they were delayed by 30 minutes, right? Yeah. And that was, a, that was actual reporting.
2: I saw it on Breitbart and Fox what, News.
4: What caused it? Did, did they report what caused it though? Because
2: I'm I'm thinking right now. No, no, they did not. And that's what's cameras weird. Don't do that. these, yeah. And that's what I was cameras saying. Do cameras that. Exactly, exactly. That's what I was saying.
4: Cameras run It's just, consistently there's power. So I mean, yeah.
0: What
4: didn't they also have um, uh, video footage like uh, problems with the Las Vegas shooting too?
2: Yeah, they did. They did that.
4: Yeah, and how?
2: And how? How are we how not supposed possible? to think this you is a shooting set up, up by the government with all this
4: camera bullshit and stuff they don't want us to see? I know um, Glenn Beck from the Blaze was making uh, that point that Las Vegas has so many cameras, and 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 then at during this one big shooting, they're having problems. You know, with every camera, it's just, I don't know. That's it baffles my mind. I will say that much. I'm not throwing blame out there anywhere, but it's just it makes you question right. a lot of things. I mean, it really true. does, because you don't, you don't
2: really get, like, as we've seen now, the Las Vegas sheriff, oh, my God, he was as sneaky, as shady, as, as fuck. This guy was super shady, the Las Vegas sheriff. I don't know if you guys recall his press conferences. He deflected. He dodged a lot of questions. He made excuses. <laughs> same kinda, Same kind of stance with this Florida sheriff making a lot of excuses, acting scared, you know, just a lot of stuff that you, they're not allowed to say. I mean, it makes you, it does. It makes you think, is this, is this a government setup?
4: Yeah, it makes me question that. I guess the only hard thing to, uh, how do you get hard evidence of that, you know? I mean, I'm not accusing I know. the government of any, you know, because I believe in the Constitution, innocents are proven guilty, you know, but like, It does. And, and it, it, it always
9: happens. And it always happens in like the, the weirdest towns too. Like yeah, where it happened at, like in Parkland, like you never. I've been there. Like you never hear. It's about one of the anything. safest. It's one of
2: the safest areas. They say it's one of the nicest neighborhoods in Florida. Yeah, it's right by
9: uh, uh, Boca Raton. Like, so <laughs> I'm just kind of like how is that even possible that that just happened? Like, and four officers didn't go in and, you know, the police didn't know anything about it. He said, Oh, I don't know anything about it. And I just like, it's just so many loopholes or so many stuff that I just want to know. Like, I wish I was a fly on the wall, you know, in the school uh, and in the, the sheriff's office and see what was really going on. And, this is the way he reacted when because I, I like to watch people's reacting reactions and body language, and the sheriff's body language was not like remorseful, it was not like he was crying. It was like he loved the limelight. You know what I mean like when he was on the stage yeah. for the cNN town hall, he thought he was a superstar, just like all the other people that was up there that wanted all the intention, like the guy that went against Marco Rubio. He got it in his face and stuff, and I'm like, dude, like something's not right about this. They don't look sad, they don't look angry, they don't look mad. They look like they just want their 15 minutes of fame, basically.
4: Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's something. And,
2: and here, and here's the thing, and we have the you guys are familiar with that David Hogg kid. I mean, I really think he's a he's a I, I, there's so many things not right about that kid. Do you know who I'm talking about, Angel?
4: Uh, I've heard, I've seen on Facebook that he's been accused of being a crisis actor and those sorts of things, you know? I, oh God, I, I don't know if he is or is not. Um, I like to stay pretty neutral on things till I get more facts and then make a decision on that. But, I mean, I've right. definitely seen the accusations of him being a crisis actor, you know? Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. think he's, he that actually, I don't know. Yeah. All, I know, all Johnny, I know is is go. if if there are crisis actors out there, I'm not saying there are or they're not, they should be tried right. for treason against the United States. I think it's absolutely one hundred percent. You need to be tried for treason. Because it's involving a killing of your own American. Now I'm not Yep now if he's not then uh then it's for what this kid has to go through, you know. I also don't like his stance on the whole gun control thing—he's really pushing, really hard against the Second Amendment. After this, you know, and who? I, I can understand if he goes through something tragic like that. But are we, are we really, are we really going to take advice from a 16, 17-year-old kid about our constitutional rights? You know? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, mean, come it, on. It's
2: they can't even they can't I mean they're in high school and they they're, they don't even what do you, know what the fuck they're
4: talking about it's all liberal propaganda I think bullshit they're eating tide chi- pods and the next week they're telling us what to do with our freaking guns
2: <laughs> no yeah they're eating tide chi- they're eating tide <laughs> chi- pods and they're telling us what to do with our guns exactly exactly angel you're exactly right and you know what the great so, thing like, is gun you know what the great thing is gun sales skyrocketed um in the last couple weeks gun sales have been uh the most people are buying guns like never before more and more yeah
4: yeah i i would i would think so because tragedies happen and believe me it it breaks my heart that these kids died you know and a lot of them were hurt uh when these things happen it's people are scared they're going to lose their guns and whatnot you know and rightfully so because uh, democrats are pushing really hard to take away our rifles to take away our 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 sense of liberty, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Um, And, you know, you have these companies now that are cutting ties with the NRA. You have, you know, Delta. You have certain companies, um, and it's it's only going to – it's not going to hurt the NRA. It's going to hurt the companies that are leaving. Um, You have some big companies. Yeah. I mean, there's companies – uh, like Amazon and Delta, and uh, you know, uh, there's just, there's there's other big ones that are cutting ties, but they'll be they'll crawl back to the NRA. the The NRA uh, is on offense. The only people that are hurting are the companies that are cutting ties with the NRA.
4: Agreed. I, you know, yeah, you know, I really like the NRA. You know, I mean, they're a great organization. They've been around since the eighteen hundreds. And they're trying yep. their best, our guns, you know. They're not the only association, but they do get the most heat, that's for sure. But they, they do – what I don't like about like uh, the leftists and the anti-gun people, they think America's elections are controlled by the NRA when they are not. The NRA is a drop in the bucket of, of money they spend on campaigns than other, uh, than other people, you know. I mean – it it's hypocrisy on the highest level it, it i'm bamboozled by how little research people do you know how much money the the NRA actually contributes to politicians it's not that much compared to what the uh, democrats get you know from the anti you, you know from Bloomberg. And,
2: yeah and and you see you see this liberal all these liberals protesting anti guns and these fuckers have never owned a gun in their life, most of them they're protesting. They're, they don't even know what the fuck they're protesting. They're ignorant as hell, and they are it just just until just wait until it happens to them, and then they won't be protesting anymore. Just wait until exactly. like, wait until you know what I mean like it's like some the, this liberal bullshit and angel you and I you know I, I'm from Seattle, and you know you're you know uh, you live in Seattle as well. Um, I live in Arizona now though, but, um, but you, you know, when I, when I used to live in Seattle, God, the liberal, God, oh God, the liberal policies are just, it's, it's just, it's disgraceful. And it's really, it, it's sickening. Like some of this, oh God, it's so anti-America.
4: It truly is. I mean, that's why I, I'm committed to like, staying in the Seattle area because if uh because I want to spread the message of liberty and freedom, you know, and if there's <laughs> right. uh, we need to bring more people to this side of the aisle, you know to get more people on the side of promoting individual liberty, personal responsibility, so on and so forth you know and and hopefully people on the left aren't too crazy to uh to <laughs> to at least listen to us you know. What really grinds my gears about them is that they will c- swear at you and uh, they will try to attack you and label you as yep. a horrible person, Not, you know? a Nazi, Nazi racist
2: bigot. Just the yeah, if you don't agree with them, just, they immediately attack you. Exactly. Let let
4: me let me tell you a story. There uh, there's this Facebook group called uh, Progressive Delaware, right? And yes. I myself am uh, Hispanic, right? And yeah, I was messaging to them about gun rights this and that and they just started attacking me right away. They said I'm a white privileged male and take away I shouldn't shouldn't be talking about this. And I'm just like, "Well, first of all, I'm Hispanic and but my girlfriend is white, you know." And they're just saying, well, you know what, you can identify as white and you can still oppress people with that type of thoughts. And I was like, what are you talking about? This doesn't make sense. You know, I can't just change my race, you know, as much as I can change my gender. I can't do that. And those type of people are just they're not right in the head. You know, it, it just doesn't make sense. It's so true. And um, you're, you're
2: absolutely right. And, and, you know, the white privilege thing is pathetic and it, 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 it's, and, you know, the left wants to talk about racism, but, you know, the saying white privilege is racist, saying shit like that is racist. And, you know, the left liberals, Democrats are the ones that originated plantations and slavery. And, you know, the democratic policies that's in today's society are still a bunch of liberal uh, bullshit policies. Uh, hey, guys, there's a there's somebody else calling on the line. I'm going to get them on, and we're all going to talk. Stay, stay on. Hold on. Okay. Thank you for calling the Rory Sauter Show. Who is this? Thank you for calling the Rory Sauter Show.
0: Hello? 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 Yeah, who is this? Who am I speaking with? Hi. You're speaking Hi. with Suzette. Hi, <laughs> I'm a deplorable. Hi, Suz-
2: Hi, Suzette. Um, Angel, Gianni, are you all on? <laughs>
5: yes, yes, we
0: are. Okay, cool. Um, Suzette, how are you? What's been going on? Are you been listening? I just tuned in. I couldn't get on. I was. I kept refreshing, 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 and it just didn't want to boot up. And finally, I was like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I so anyway, I just decided to call in because you're sh- running short of time. But, um, yeah, I'm behind you guys all the way, and you're, you know, talking some good points there. Oh, very nice.
2: Thank you. Where are you from, Suzette?
0: I am from Southern California.
2: <laughs> very very nice. What part?
0: Uh, the Inland Empire.
2: <laughs> okay very cool.
0: The, and you have yeah, one of those, you, you know, in... top liberal states. Oh, Impressive, yeah. You know, Suzette, yeah. <laughs> how do you deal with that? Uh, it it can be very frustrating at times. And, you know, a lot of times before, um, I would bite my tongue. And now I don't bite my tongue as much. I just try <laughs> and approach it to Because the more I bite my tongue, the more it just seems like It just keeps coming at me And so this way, if I turn around and at least, um, you know, respond (laughs) Tactfully um, It's not as bad It's all right. I can't move right now, so I just deal with it But yeah, you know, some I get through and some I don't I'm finding that there are more and more people here in California As a matter of fact, Latino, black community, white community, Asian, whatever Um, are waking up and and taking a a good look around and seeing what's going on and and are not happy with the current situation left under the Obama administration and what President Trump has done thus far. And it's like, hmm, well, maybe he's not so bad after all. I don't know. (laughs) Is their (laughs) attitude. Just keep watching. (laughs) Well said. Well Well said. Perfectly said. And,
2: you know, Angel (laughs) – you and i angel, you and I were just talking about um the state of Washington and you know how how liberal and how bad that is i mean it's so comparable to california i mean it's it's so anti america California and Washington you know they have the same sort of liberal uh policies
4: mhm yeah mhm yeah i i I am grateful for Washington a little bit more because we have a little bit more Republicans in our state, uh, right? State, uh, Senate more than uh, California because in California I think it's over sixty percent and they can pass whatever they want and don't even have to. Look and up. you got illegal and you
2: got illegals voting in
4: California. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I would. Think so I mean, um, I'm not too educated in that, but I mean, if they are, then that's bad too. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, com- California is, is, that's what I like to call it, California, because I feel like <laughs> they're a bunch of communists.
2: Oh, it totally you know? fucking is. California, the amount of um, poverty and un- unemployment and homelessness, I mean, I saw some videos that it looked like a third world country, literally.
5: Yeah.
2: Parts of oh, it. Yeah. Parts of it. Disgusting. Yeah. I mean, and it's, um, it's it's one of the things though that when you have you look at all and I said this on my show many times you have all of these Democrat um, run states and and they turn into just shit I mean you have and Democrats have that run cities let's give it let's give examples Detroit shithole Chicago highest murder rate um New York run by liberals, terrible crime, um, Philadelphia, awful crime, New Orleans run by liberals, bad crime. I mean, there's just there's so many there's so many different um, variables of you know of how the, the lead, their leadership just needs to go and it need, they need something needs to change. like I, I, whether it's not a two-party system anymore, I don't know. I don't know. But the Democratic Party has gone so far left. And so evil and so anti-American. I, some and I, I am like it's scary the shit that's coming out of their mouth. It's scary, and I don't even believe these politicians, Democrat politicians, telling their voters. I don't think they believe half the shit that they're telling their own voters. They just know it's going to get their sheep attached and involved with them, and get get them more voters. Yes. hmm
4: oh, yeah. I mean, I agree to the audience, you know, because they know if they say certain things, regardless if it's moral or or truthful, it, it's going to get them both, you know, and that's what they want. They don't care about anything else. But, uh, I, 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 I was thinking about this one thing also, about the Democrats, you know, um, and I feel like a lot of the problem is and this may be controversial, is also the American people, you know, if we the American people are not truthful or moral, you know, uh, then how can we expect our politicians to be that? And maybe the uh, politicians are a re- reflection of the people down there, you know. And right. Absolutely. That's why. That's why I believe that we should uh, encourage others to have good behavior. Nothing ever forced, but just say, hey, maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. You know. And I feel like if we as a as a nation as a people come together and promote good things, then we're going to vote good people into office, you know? And that's what I believe. Um, Absolutely. Maybe controversial, maybe not, but that's what I think. It's also the populist problem. And I think there needs to be people like us who are fighting for liberty, hate others, you know, on the yeah. concept of it.
2: And I'm, I'm glad you brought up the, pop, the populist. Because, you know, I hate people say, well, Hillary won the popular vote. If Yeah, if you want to look at states like liberal states like California and New York, that's a, yeah, she won the popular vote because of that. That doesn't mean shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. you've got so many li- liberals dominate those two states, and those are the two big states that could uh, define an election and determine an election.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be quite honest, hey, well, here in California, I think a lot of them people did vote for Donald Trump because up and down the coast, there were actually people, you know, that did have bumper stickers, and and did support Trump. And when he won, there were victory parties. But did you see those on the news? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you no. Know, you just saw nope. people freaking out because he won. And um, you know okay. that was
2: okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey guys, I got I got four minutes left. But I want to talk about a few more things. We need to get to it real quick. So uh, I, I talked about this a little bit ago, but just to close up on, the, the companies will definitely definitely going to crawl back. Uh, this is a stupid stunt. They should have never left the NRA. Uh, it's only going to hurt the companies that left the NRA. The NRA is winning. The NRA always wins. Um, but anyways, I want to talk about, you know, Trump tweeted today, and we all know this <laughs> witch hunt about the Russia investigation. I mean, there's still nothing there. It's still a bunch of bullshit. It's a democratic narrative uh, that they made up uh, when they lost the election. Democrats uh, can't accept defeat. It's fake. The, the The whole Russia thing's a fake, fake, fake. There is nothing there. There never has been, and that's what it is. I mean, your, your guys' thoughts, real quick. Hello. Hello. Are you all there? Yeah. I
4: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm here. I'm waiting for everyone's um, else's response because I want to hear what they have to
2: say. Is it just Gianni, you go first. you go first. You got. Go 50 seconds. We got three minutes. So go 50 seconds.
9: All right. Well, yeah. You know, see, I don't. I just don't agree with anything in the Russia story. I think the real collusion is between the Clintons. Um, if you look in the past, the Clinton uranium one. Friends, yeah, uranium one deal. If you look, at Clinton has always been friends with uh, Putin and them, and I yep. believe it's just a huge stunt by the media and by by uh, to cover up what Trump is actually doing.
2: Right. Okay. Perfect,
4: Angel. What's your take? Uh, I pretty much the same thing. Uh, this whole Russia thing is it's a bunch of baloney. They, there's no evidence that says uh, otherwise, and. CNN has pretty much admitted it. I mean, just look at the videos of the reporters saying it's all about ratings. Uh, oh. And the Clintons are mostly if – if anyone's going to collude with the Russians, it would have been the Clintons because of that uranium deal. So, yep. I mean, I, the, exactly. the, the senior is being pointed at the wrong people. And I feel right. like that's what Democrats do a lot. They deflect the other the other people even though they did it. And that's a tactic they like to use, and I'm starting to see that trend going on with them. Right. All righty.
2: Um, last but not least, go ahead, to Suzette.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I was just gonna say that, um, people, all you have to do to try and get at the truth, it's right before you, and that is to compare Barack Obama what he said to Russia, as far as wait till he gets elected, and then the next yep. time. <laughs> um They're just check the red pill videos on YouTube out. You'll find out what's going on for real. Thank you. Well, yeah. And yeah. you know, you, you
2: suit that. You even, I mean, you know, we all know that this Russia investigation was a total witch hunt. It's bullshit. There's nothing there. It's fake, fake from fake from
0: the start. Yep, fake news. It's so sad. Are, it's sickening. It really is. It turns my stomach when I think about it. All this wasted time. You know, Me, all these me are- too. <laughs> but guys, I got I got
2: to run. But thank you. I'm gonna have you all back tomorrow. We're gonna have a special show tomorrow. I will I will give you guys the info. Thank you guys for uh, being on. All right. End thank time. you. All right. All righty. Um, thank you everybody for tuning into the Rory Soder Show. It was a pleasure having all of you. Um. Have a great night. God bless. Cheers. Hey, guys. Thank you for watching the Rory Stoddard Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's Biggest Trump Supporter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'll see you tomorrow, everybody.
0: Thank